Ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, hi, Jenna. <laughs> well, hi, Shelby. <laughs> How are you today? Oh, pretty good. Welcome yeah. back to Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Welcome back, guys. What are we reading today? We're reading everyone's favorite. Uh, ah. Court of Mist and Fury. <laughs> I feel like so many people say this is their favorite book of all time. And yeah. after rereading it, kind of reminds me why it can take that place on people's shelves. Me too. I absolutely loved reading this one again. Yeah, it was better than I remembered, to be me honest. Me too. Yeah. I am shocked by how much I forgot. Oh, so much. I did not remember a lot of, I remember the highlights. You yeah, know? same. <laughs> like coming and going big places maybe, but that was really all I remembered. Same. So there was a lot, there was a lot that was new and there was a lot that I was reading differently this time too. Me so too. that was good. Yeah. There was a lot more that I caught mm-hmm. on this one. So how did you rate this one? I still rated it five stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Without question. Yes. Oh, that was five stars for you too. Oh, definitely. Nice. Yeah. Even though I've read it before, it's definitely one of my favorite, favorite books of all time, I think, Mm -hmm. which is funny because like I have friends that haven't read the series before. And so when they're reading this and they (laughs) like have only read Akatar, I was like, please just, just give the second one. (laughs) Like, even if you didn't like the first one, like, please keep reading. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. You got to push through for sure. It just gets better and better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to tell me how you tap this book? Yeah. So it looks like you also have oh my quite gosh, a few colors so going tabs. on there. I do. Okay, so I tabbed this book. I can actually get to the page. So I have green as history. I think I did that before too. Blue as foreshadowing, uh, like a very light, like orangey yellow as quotes. My pink is important thoughts. Dark purple is recent. (laughs) And then it's like a really light yellowy. I have character descriptions. Mm. How did you tab this one? Nice. I don't think I kept any of the same colors as I did last time. Yeah. Um, For my very light pink, it was like sweet moments, like loving moments. Um, The orange was pivotal history or like pivotal moments. So kind of just like like large things happening. Um, The darker orange was people's powers or powers of different courts uh hot pink was sketchy (laughs) (laughs) um light green was people's descriptions or like family lines or like anything kind of along that front I like that um purple was creatures and items so like the cauldron I included in creatures okay um light blue was world building and courts 
dark blue was um, crossover and then um, purple was quotes i love it i love the quotes there mm. i felt like there were a lot it's of a lot quotes. from this one yeah <laughs> a lot of like really well known quotes. yes yes don't let the hard days win <laughs> And the shirt that I wore for yep. the last episode, I had the, so the stars listen. Yep, I know. <laughs> There's a lot of quotes from this book that I think are pretty widely used. I think so too. I love it. So, for people who have listened to our last episode and who have read Akatar in Akamath here, we are now um, after where Feyre has turned into a high fey, and now she's back at the Spring Court. Yes. So that's where we're starting things off today, and just kind of a reminder. This is going to be spoilers for basically all SJM stuff. Yeah, heavy <laughs> spoilers for Akatar and Crescent City and probably some minor spoilers for Throne of Glass as well. Yeah. So yeah. if you have not read all of those books, <laughs> you're either going to get spoiled or come back later. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's too tough, like since now it's pretty widely known that they're all together. It yeah. It's like now we can see a bunch of different connections and I would hate to spoil something for somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, and it's funny because even just the fact that everybody says, oh, spoilers for all SJM. It's like, That oh. is a spoiler in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Which I feel bad. I only said this last time. It makes me feel so sad for people that are picking it up now because there's like a little bit of yeah. that getting ruined. But. Right, because when I started reading it, this wasn't, like, it wasn't widely known. Well, Hosab wasn't out yet. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And that was, that's the big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. So, but after this point, <laughs> we're going to yes. have spoilers. So, spoilers for everything, spoilers. but we're only covering, really, the content yeah. from Mist and Fury. Yeah. <gasps> Yay. Oh, my gosh. Well, where do you want to start? I know. I was literally just thinking <laughs> the same thing. I was like, there's so much going know. on. Well, okay. I feel like, for me, <laughs> do you want to start with some some plot points and, and some thoughts or you want to start with some like information oh I guess so one of the first things that I was a little surprised about was when Feyre is back in the spring court with Tam Tam mm -hmm. um she had made it very known how unhappy she was and I didn't remember that yeah I kind of didn't remember her being quite so vocal yeah but she says it multiple times to Tamlin and to Lucian yeah how unhappy she is and she was and like, what she don't needs. with me exactly she, exactly Farrah clearly communicates what she needed from mm -hmm. Lucian and Tamlin and they just don't follow through right and I understand that they are dealing with their own trauma and fallout mm -hmm. from that but it was such a stark difference seeing how Tamlin and Lucian handle their trauma versus how Reese was handling his trauma right and while obviously neither of them were perfect yeah. across the board Tamlin's was a lot more destructive oh, I think to yeah. Sarah's <laughs> healing and it was just so sad because there were like so many moments you could see even from the first time that she gets snagged and is like in night court with right. um reese or court of nightmares i guess yeah. you know with reese and she i remember thinking it was funny that she didn't even bother to lock her door because she's like well i mean if he wants to come in then he will and she sleeps like a baby right but the first time yeah. that she was in spring court with tamlin she was like barricading the door even though she knew it wouldn't do anything oh yeah so i just i thought that was really interesting too there's a lot of moments like that of i don't know and e even from the beginning reese is like paying closer attention to how Feyre is like responding or reacting mm -hmm. to stimulus <laughs> and right. you know what I mean like oh he's like crowding her or something and, and then he so can, he'll step back yeah he like steps back mm -hmm. he sees that she's freaked out by that or I don't know and Tamlin's just oblivious 
Well, and then there's what I hated was there was actually a point where she was having these nightmares, right? She's having these nightmares that wake her up Mm. every single night. And she's throwing her guts up. Yeah. And she gets back into the room and she says, like, that he might be going through the same thing. I think he's just pretending he's asleep. Like, sometimes I see his chest move in different rhythms Mm -hmm. and I know he's actually asleep. But he's not up and helping her. Mm-hmm. like they might be going through the same thing but he never actually does anything to like help her heal right well because she says that sometimes he wakes up and does the same thing mm-hmm. but like they're both basically just ignoring it for each other I like know. so unhealthy <laughs> so unhealthy just like completely ignoring the problem yeah. <laughs> like, not gonna fix anything that makes me think about like so we had this tiktok right that was like everybody was saying how unredeemable that tanlin is do you feel that way after reading A Court of Mist and Fury? No, I mean, I feel like if you can forgive Reese for what he has done and you can forgive uh, Hunt for what he has done, uh-huh. how can you not forgive Tamlin? I I get that he's a shit. I oh, mean, yeah. He's not like a nice guy in this book. Yeah, he's out of control in this book. But you know what? Reese has some out of control moments too. Remember, yeah. he has to apologize to Feyre in exactly. this. And maybe that's the difference is that, but I mean, Tamlin apologized too. I don't know. Yeah. I. He's worse. But yeah. It, I didn't love him in this book. Right. I thought that what he was doing was unacceptable. And I didn't like that he didn't help Feyre heal, even when she specifically asked for it. But I don't think he was, like, completely irredeemable. I don't think he was irredeemable either. I think he was just stupid. Like, I even so with too. the King of Highburn and, like, trying to make that deal to get her back or whatever, he didn't know that the sisters were going to be involved. Mm-mm. And he was also saying, stop, don't do that. I don't right. want this to happen. Like this wasn't part of the deal. Yeah. This isn't supposed to be happening. Like, yeah, he's kind of a dick, yeah. but I don't think he's irredeemable. Right. Right. Cause this entire time they think that Feyre has this like mask over her. Mm-hmm. And so of course he's trying to like get her back and save her. He thinks that her thoughts aren't her own, but like, were his actions right? No, definitely not. But he's not a horrible guy. He just has also been through trauma and doesn't know how to work through it. Yes. Therapy. Yeah. Everybody therapy. in Prithian needs therapy. Everybody. <laughs> with all these wars and everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tamlin. Uh, I love that Tamlin tries to make like painting therapy for Farah, which was just another point of comparison between Reese and Tamlin that I thought was so funny mm-hmm. because Tamlin basically tries to use as a band-aid right he's like oh here here's some painting supplies can't you act like you did before like I know nothing like changed before, right? right like just completely <laughs> ignores the fact that like maybe she's not interested in it versus Reese is like inspiration for painting for her like I know that doesn't push her into it at all but she keeps seeing him in you know certain poses and stuff and being like oh I actually want to do that again. Right. He Reese actually never pushes it. I don't even think once. He does he, not. He doesn't. He's like, she'll do it on her own time if she wants to do it. And she mm-hmm. had clearly also made it known to him that she wasn't really ready to get back to doing that. Mm-hmm. And so I also noticed that comparison too. He was like, here you go. Here's a brand new traveling paint set. You want to do this? And she's know. like seething and like foaming at the mouth. <laughs> she's like, no, I don't. I want to help people. I don't want to be sitting here painting. And- I know planning parties and that's the other thing that I think was interesting is you know you aren't who the same person after trauma and Farah wasn't either no definitely not and her having to come over that and realize that her wants and needs might be different after that experience of not only going through that but also becoming Faye and literally being a new person with new powers and new everything and like kind of having to reassess what she wants out of her life Mm mm-hmm 
I feel like everybody it's just so feel that <laughs> it's so tough and there was actually a quote that she had said to Reese okay so it's basically before she goes to meet the inner circle like at the dinner and Reese goes like thought for thought mm-hmm. and she goes um I was so high above everything because they just flown up there that no one save Reese and the wind could hear. But I said, I'm thinking that I must have been a fool in love to allow myself to be shown so little of the spring court. I'm thinking there's a great deal of that territory I was never allowed to see or hear about. And maybe I would have lived in ignorance forever like some pet. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that I was a lonely, hopeless person and I might have fallen in love with the first thing that showed me a hint of kindness and safety. And I'm thinking maybe he knew that. Maybe not actively, but maybe he wanted to be that person for somebody. And maybe that worked for who I was before, but it doesn't work for who or what I am now. Yes. That was the exact quote that I had highlighted oh too. Oh my. I had like chills. I was like, it's kind of the first time she's realizing that like I am completely changed and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go back to being the person that I was before. Mm-hmm yes wow also that like thought for a thought things that they had a couple times the band i forgot how good the banter in this book is (laughs) it's so cute like when oh my gosh when she's learning to read i remembered that part you know like reese is the most handsome high lord and all that stuff but i kind of forgot about the um like writing notes back and forth. I did Like too. the disappearing and coming back. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot about that. And it was so cute. <laughs> there was so much flirting and like I so know. much touch. I totally forgot mm-hmm. how much of that happened. And like their dynamic when they're in summer court was oh my so cute. <laughs> when they were both getting so jealous. Get so amped up. Yeah. Oh my oh gosh. My I loved it. It's so cute. I loved that so much. The jealousy between them. Because at that point they've been flirting back and forth for quite a while and then she was like oh maybe i do like him and uh-huh. she's like oh mad and she's like well fine i'll go flirt with dark with them yes oh, this, oh if i just favorite. give him some smiles i know <laughs> <laughs> which okay what did you think of tarquin and her uh like dynamic like um, pretend reese wasn't there <laughs> I okay i didn't think of it it was as flirty as i remembered it being same like I felt like she was actually being more flirty than he was. And that to me was a little surprising because that's not how I remembered it. <laughs> I know. I remembered it being more flirty and it more just seemed like easy friends. Yeah, it did. Like so quickly. Like they were just, I don't know, like their dynamic, they got along easily. Yeah. And the I mean, whole, before the blood rubies. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, The whole, um, I think it would be really easy to love you. Yes. I thought that was so sweet because I feel like this book does a really good portrayal and kind of Akatar in general of like friendship love and like not all love needs to be romantic like you can love your friends and like say I love you and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and I I love you Shelby (laughs) yeah this is this is a good found family Mm -hmm. um found family book for sure too good on the note kind of talking about like the flirting and stuff though like did you remember how cunning and sarcastic that Reese was I I didn't remember how <laughs> dirty his like comments uh, were. Yeah, I, me neither. Re- I mean, kind of favorite too, though. I I really yeah. didn't remember that at all. Being me quite neither. Like that. I was so surprised. Like there were multiple times where he was just like, um, he's like, you. I wish you were licking my wounds. <laughs> yeah. Ew, gross. Or I'll give you something <laughs> else to lick. That's what my husband would say. <laughs> 
favorite was when she was looking at that tattoo and she's like, I can just scream into it. And he, she's like, what if I just rubbed it? He's like, it would work better if you rubbed it on a certain part of your body. Oh, yeah. That was, that was funny. But then he would also say stuff like, you're my salvation, Farah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. I, I, I forgot how much I loved Reese. I think because yep. when we read Silver Flames, like, it, it honestly kind of, like, changed my perspective of Reese and Feyre. It did. And going back to seeing it firsthand, I was like, this is why he's my number one book boyfriend. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, I still really like him, but I, yeah. don't, I still don't know. Mm-hmm. He, I, I'm not sure who I could say my number one is. He's in the top. but Yeah. But I got to read through um, Frost and Starlight again, too. Yeah, because that's there where was some, it starts. There was some stuff there where I was like, mm, yeah, so like, mm, maybe not not the best. Yeah. Yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, okay. So another thing that I feel like uh, sunk in a little bit more this time Mm -hmm. that I didn't really think too much about the first time I read this. So is it Ninsar? That's the same thing as Starfall, right? Yes. And there were two separate mentions of Amarantha in relation to Starfall. And the oh. first one was that be- Reese, when he was talking about he hadn't been a part of it yep. because, or no, it might've even when she was still in spring court and um, somebody said that it was banned on a whim by Amarantha. And it was one of the first Fay holidays. that was just a minor holiday, quote unquote, yeah. just a minor holiday that was banned by Amarantha. So nobody had celebrated it in 50 years. And then a little bit later, as we get closer to actual Starfall, yep. then I think it was maybe Amarin says that, Starfall disturbed Am- Amarantha for whatever reason, and no one really knows why. Oh, my gosh. But there's, that was on page 64 and okay. 431 that they talked about it, but there was a couple mentions of her being weirded out by it. And since there's also so many comments about it being, like, a yearly migration of spirits and <gasps> there's fewer stars falling now than there were before. Yeah. It makes me wonder if Starfall is actually something, like, between realms or something and Amarantha knew what it was and that that's why she was so weird about it okay or maybe the king of Hybern knew what it was going on but oh my like, gosh maybe that's actually how like other creatures are getting into Perithian or I don't know like I have no idea but it, it stuck out that Amarantha was so weirded out by Starfall as an event that, that is so banish. interesting there are lots of theories going around that Amarantha was not a high fae and she was something else yeah maybe from another universe maybe, maybe that's Valve how she got in yeah yeah so that's so interesting it was just oh we'll see i don't know if it'll come back but because it's such a big holiday and stuff yeah and now she's like curious oh my gosh very curious i wonder if anybody else has any theories like that too about either amarantha or why she wouldn't like starfall or what the heck is going on there i mean i got a lot of separate theories about amarantha but oh um, yeah starfall (laughs) starfall in particular was the one where i was like huh interesting i don't remember that that getting closed off at any point so and especially (laughs) since we know that aelin falling through the world that that was starfall that's the other reason why i'm like i don't know i just i feel like that's something (laughs) oh my gosh kind of on that track a little bit i saw theory going around on tiktok about 
Starfall. Do you remember when the two stars hit Reese and Feyre in the face? Yes. And they were rubbing it all over each other, and it was oh, they I were like laughing, pictured like smiling a for the first time. Yes. Oh <laughs> my gosh! So there's a theory that um, the two stars on Starfall that hit them in the face was Reese's mother and sister giving them a little push to get together. Oh, isn't that that's so sweet? sweet? <laughs> that's really sweet. Like, because at this point, like, they've been, like, bickering and arguing. And she's like, I said I liked you. And then you ghosted me. And she, like, didn't hear from him for days and shows up at Starfall. She's finally ready to, like, tell him her feelings. Yes. And then it's like, come on, guys. Get together. Like, yeah. you guys, you know that this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then oh. they dance sweetly all night. Oh, <laughs> so cute. And I think that this, when the star hits her in the face, the first time Farrah says, I genuinely laughed. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how unhappy I had been. And that's truly the word for it was unhappy. Yeah. Oh, oh, my heart. I know. My heart. So sweet. Oh, my goodness gracious. So, okay. I have one more question for you because okay. I don't really remember this. So, this is like going a little higher level here. I love it. Court powers. Yes. So, we have winter, mm-hmm. which is ice. Yep. Spring, shape-shifting. Yep. Summer is water. Autumn is flames. Mm-hmm. Day is wind and spell breaking. Yes. And her glowing. No. Or was that dawn? I thought that the glowing was starlight from night court. I thought he said it was from either day from or dawn. dawn. Oh, well, so that was going to, that answers my question then. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't remember what power dawn had. But I thought maybe it was healing. I don't know why I thought I remembered that. I think the glowing is the healing. I think it's like glowing oh. and healing. Oh, I when could, she's like glowing in chapter 55. That's yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was healing power that's coming out. I thought I that think was, it was both because they said it was starlight, not sunlight. Um, I, I don't think it was starlight. What she does say during chapter 55 is that it was a stark contrast between the night and the, mm. so I think it was the night and the, maybe it was day. Day, day no. dawn, dusk. Well, <laughs> we'll get there well, too. Wait. We'll get there. <laughs> but, um, oh man. Yeah. I, so I just, I, a day has other ones. I don't remember what dawn was. That, that was always Maybe it's see. dawn. Maybe I, mm. we can go back and check. I was like pretty sure it was starlight, was what it was Are supposed you? to be. Let me look at chapter 55. Okay. She says, shining. I was shining bright and pure as a star. Day court, I asked. I don't care, he said roughly. So oh, that's so we not confirmation know. to me. Oh. I don't know. I thought that was confirmation. I mean, but yeah, the is. way you just said it is probably not. But that's also why I don't know what Don Court does unless it was healing, which I, for some reason I have that in my mind, but I don't remember. That didn't happen in this book. No, it doesn't happen in this book. So I don't know what Don does. Interesting. <laughs> I guess maybe we'll find out a little bit more later. Yeah. That's crazy. But I also, so there's another point on the courts, though, that mm-hmm. I didn't. Notice the first time, so on chapter, or I mean on page 55, mm-hmm. when Reese is talking about, um, or I think it's Reese, is talking about um, the courts, and um, he's saying, you know, this, the nature of seasonal courts is linked to the high lords, but solar courts, day, dawn, and night, are more of a dot, 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 symbolic nature. Mm-hmm. We're powerful, but even we cannot alter the sun's path or strength. So I just I, I thought that was maybe interesting too to be like separating those, just because yeah. Dawn is potentially the one that doesn't fit in there. 
I don't know. I thought that was kind of weird. I know because there's been a lot of toss, talk about the dust court, but we might actually. Or dust. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yep. Yeah. Um. Because dust isn't on there when he talks about it. Yeah. But is that? Let's see. Looking at the map, we have night court, day court, dawn court, and then yeah. you have under the mountain, winter, summer, autumn, spring. Yeah. yeah. But um later on, and I think I have this maybe another spot. Um, when they're going to the prison. Yeah. They do talk about um, that bef- it was the prison was from before Perinthian was what it was, and that like went back when Moore's family ruled. And on page one ninety three, Reese mentions that some people say it used to be an eighth court. So I think that the prison is where yeah dusk is dusk or twilight or whatever they're gonna call it. That'd be in- that'd be very interesting because then he also goes to talk about when they're going to the prison that the prison is like its own court, and once you're there, it rules himself. Yeah, he goes. I technically rule over it because you're closest or something. Yeah, or is he ruling over it because he's a prince of hell? Yeah. <laughs> and I he know. rules over the bad things like the devil does. Going back to, <laughs> we talked about this, I know, in the Akatar episode too. Again, so many so. feline characteristics for Reese. And then Farah starts doing it at the end of the book. Did you notice that? Only when she's trying to mimic him is when I noticed it. There were a couple of points where she was talking to him and having a conversation, and she'd say, I purred to Reese. Mm. or like she was talking to other people and she'd say like I purred or I crawled or did something because mm. I, I really took note of it this time because I noticed at the very end of the book like she started acting like it too mm. I didn't notice that as much I guess I noticed um noticed like, there was a few times when she was like oh I was trying to like mimic his confidence or something or his nonchalance and stuff mm-hmm. and so, so I like in the meetings with the human queens and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah, I didn't catch that. That would be interesting, though. But I was definitely 100% thinking about that with the prison. Because I was like, if it's technically another court, but you still, like, oversee it, that'd be interesting. A high lord that, like, sees over multiple courts. <laughs> well, and because they talk about how Reese, when Lucian and Tamlin are being kind of concerned about Reese. Yeah. And when Vera, I think, is listening in, like, kind of behind closed doors, and she hears them talk about how Reese basically could overpower the other six combined. Yes. So, because in their concern over, like, if he were to try and do something, that he would be stronger than everybody else combined. Oh, yeah. So it still leaves that question of how did a half-breed Illyrian and mm-hmm. High Fae become that much more powerful than anybody else Uh uh-huh i i also wonder the same thing and every time he would talk about his parents or his history or anything i'm like okay but like where where does all of this power come from because he says Mm -hmm. his dad is powerful but like he doesn't ever go into description about like how powerful he is or who his dad is where like when he talks about his mom he talks about like she was an illyrian and she loved to fly and she was just like so full of joy in life and everything mm-hmm. but like i would love to know more about his dad mm-hmm. yeah all we know is that he was a high lord yeah. of the night court and i don't think that we know anything about when the power transitioned from moore's family to reese's family either Mm-mm. no i we don't just think know, we do we just know that at some point in the far history yeah. um moore's family ruled so that's another thing i'm kind of mm-hmm. curious about is when did that swap happen and why yeah I completely agree. I have lots of questions about more. 
Yes. Oh, oh my God. My I tra- God. We're always on the same track. <laughs> Once again, with all of the like, my power is the truth. What, what does that mean? What does it what mean? What does that mean? I don't understand. <laughs> all I picture when I see or when I hear any of the like, oh, my name, I'm the Morgan and my power is the truth is that <laughs> Shit's Creek yeah. is fold in the cheese. But I don't know what that means. Can, can you show me what that means? No, I, I don't know. You just have to fold it in. <laughs> I still don't know what that means. <laughs> so, yes, that's I had a, I had a couple of pages I want to talk about from that because there is a few times, a couple pages with the human queens mm-hmm. that and they were just blown away. That like, it was her. You're Morgan from the war. Right. Like, that's you. Oh, my goodness. And they're completely blown away. But. Uh, yeah. But I didn't understand because we don't know what she did exactly during the war to earn that respect. No. First of all. But we know when Feyre first meets her and he's like, oh, more is my second. And she immediately goes, wow, if she has all of this power that she's your second and she's above all of these other people who have these great powers, like, she must be extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, so this is what, what Moore says when she looks at them. She goes, I am the Morgan. You know me, what I am. You know what my, you know my gift is the truth, so you will hear my words now and know them as the truth as your ancestors once did. So I don't know if it's just that everybody, like, believes her. I don't, I don't understand what that means yeah which was so odd <laughs> yeah like you're just like you're gonna believe her because of what her title is like that doesn't make a whole lot of sense and then when they're using the what's it called the veritas or something yes um, the, like the orb the orb yes mm-hmm. to show the um the human queens that volaris is a real place yeah. and and that it's like which uh, whatever fuck those queens oh yeah fuck those queens <laughs> but it was interesting because they were saying that it had like her family's truth power. So it sounds like it's not even just her. It's like her family as a whole. Right. Because they had to go steal the Veritas from her dad. In the Court of Nightmares. Right. Because it like their family owns it. But like, why does that equal the truth? Like, is that Moore's power? Is the Veritas, the Veritas, the whatever? Great like, question. <laughs> also, did you notice... How many times that people call her a liar? No. There's a really big one at the very end of the book where Jurian comes back and he goes, mm. you always were a liar more. Mm, yeah. More. And I think he says more and not more again. Like, oh, he, like he knows her personally. Well, because she was friends with the Miriam or is that what her name was? Yes. Uh, Miriam, the mm. woman who, like, yep. left Jurian for, uh, uh, was it, like, Drogon or Dro- Drogon something? Uh, Prince Draken. Draken. Yeah, it was close. It was yeah, a D. Yeah, you were close. <laughs> You're very close. <laughs> she wanted the D. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, and more helped hide them on the yes. island. So I thought that that's what Jurian was talking about, was, like, that he knew that right. she was lying because... He knows that she helped his ex. Yeah, I I wonder about that. I wonder if there's like more of a history with that yeah. because Jurian's old, like right. very very old from the original or from the war five hundred years before. Exactly, and so he probably was around when like everything happened with her and Eris and Cassian and all like building the wall and everything like that. So I thought that was crazy. Like you always were a liar, Morgan. Mm. Like 
wow that's interesting if your power is truth like there were a couple of times in the books that was just like oh you're a liar more mm. like mm. well that's interesting if your power is truth yeah <laughs> like, i really hope we find out what that means because it's been driving me nuts <laughs> me too especially because she just completely disappears in silver flames and we just have no idea what's going on oh i don't remember that but i'm oh yeah i'll find out <laughs> <laughs> speaking of old though yeah let's talk about amarin Oh my goodness gracious, Amryn! She threw me off even more this time. Regan. Yes, me too. So we know she's older than five thousand years, at least. Yeah. We know at some point she was in the prison and escaped the prison by gaining this body, body. of Fay. Right. And we know that she has silver eyes and you know hoards jewels and whatever, right? Yeah. But. I don't re- didn't remember how many powers she seems to have, and I don't understand where they come from or what uh-huh. she is. Because I marks we've got a part where she burns and busts through the door when um, they're locked in the underwater box or whatever. Uh huh. I have so that part that. tabbed too. She magically cleans Farah when um, oh. Farah comes back and is nasty after seeing the Weaver, and it's got like the grease and human hair and whatever. I didn't even catch that she did that. She like snaps and cleans Farah with magic. Oh, okay. She heals somebody towards the end of the book. Oh my gosh. I didn't, what? Yes. I did not catch that. And she also puts illusions out on, um, like people who are like flying in and attacking Valaris. She puts illusions in their mind to like try and fight them. Right. Yep. Yep. That's that's what I, that's what I remembered from her was that was her big power, but I didn't realize she had, that's a lot of things. powers. So I don't... Yeah. Under, and like not all of those I think are regular fey powers no. either. So it's not even like, oh, you adopted this through there. Right. And so that was really weird. And I oh also kind of forgot how much she gets compared to Feyre. Yeah. Like I know they're both made, but there's a point even... I don't remember where it was. There's a point where somebody in the Court of Nightmares, I think it was, mm-hmm. that smells her and says that... And like makes a comment that she smells like Amran. And she's like, oh, there's another one of those, like, uh, oh my gosh, four forty four. Let me okay, let me pull it up because it was a really, I just, it was another like, you're like, what? Where where did that come from? He goes another like that dot 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 creature you bring here. I thought she was the only of her ilk, and then Reese goes, Amran sends her regards. So clearly he's comparing it's Devlin that smells. Oh yes, um, Vera and says that. So that was the other piece I thought was interesting. He's like, why? I get that they're both made. But Amran and Feyre get a lot of comparisons. Wow. I didn't even take note of that. That's wild. Mm-hmm. I, one of the things that um, Reese says about Amran is, um, I think it was Reese that says it. Yeah. He goes, only a fool would think my Illyrian warriors were the apex mm-hmm. predators of our circle. Mm-hmm. You'll see what I mean when you meet Amran. She looks high fey, but something different prowls beneath her skin. Mm-hmm. She might be older than the city, but she's vain and likes to hoard her baubles and belongings like a fire drake in a cave. So be on your guard. You have both. You both have tempers when provoked, and I don't want you to have any surprises tonight. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about how she left the prison and how long ago that was, yeah. like... She's clearly not from this world, but do you have thoughts of what she could be? I don't know. It's a great question because it makes it, when they talk about her like that, it makes her sound like she's as old as like the bone carver or the weaver yeah. or anything else like that. Definitely. Um, I want to wait maybe to answer what I think she is until after I reread mm-hmm. Akawar 
because I know that she comes out like in her true form yeah and like fights a little bit and I kind of want to pick up some cues from that yeah before I think I'll know what I like I don't know any opinions on what she is I like that that's that's a really good idea Mm. there it it reminded me so when we were talking about like the prison and everything how Reese describes the prison his he said that like Years and years and years and years ago, there were rips in the world and yeah. creatures would walk through and that's how they would get into the prison. Yep. What does that make you think of? It makes me think of both Throne of Glass yes. and Crescent City. Yes, <laughs> I know. It makes me think, and it's been, you read Throne of Glass more recently. So maybe I did, yeah. But I kind of remember at some point, like, Aelin, if I need to same somebody who went through some type of portal and there's some creatures attacking on the other side and yep. like through a portal to some other realm or something that's what that, that was me down of. yes that was in the dungeon yes. of the basement that was literally in throne of glass like was it the first freaking book was it i did not yes. remember that was that early yeah yep oh okay. uh-huh well. because she's still like okay no spoilers for throne of glass like that but <laughs> yeah. i mean we kind of talk about stuff yeah. like this. It's okay. well and then also in crescent city with the gates which are like basically just like portals to another realm yeah, I've all got, yeah, I've got some thoughts on that too. <laughs> Me too. I can't wait to reread that oh. one too. But yeah, it was crazy. Like she clearly walked in from another world, but like, I'm so curious because she doesn't eat normal food. Yeah, she, she drinks blood, which she says mm-hmm. reminds her of older times yeah. or other times. And so stuff. you know what that makes me think of? Stealing energy from other people. Like a, like a, a was it a story? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I was thinking maybe a god, honestly. Oh, people have said that she's an arch um, archangel. Mm. That'd be interesting. Yeah, so maybe I need to read Akwar and reread Crescent Same. City, but to fill in some gaps. But yeah, right. but also people compare Amran to Fury a lot because they yes. have a lot of similar like physical characteristics. Uh-huh. But Amran chose this body, right? I guess yes. we don't know that Fury didn't because she liked but, it. Yeah. So I just, I, I'm curious too, mm-hmm. to see where that goes. If we, cause we know like nothing about fury. No. She's always gone. That's all we know. <laughs> always gone, which is hilarious because about on our theory, talking about the mercenary, mm-hmm. everybody thought Thinks it was fury. fury, which like, who knows? Because Bryce has always described it as tall. So is hunt. And we don't know that much about fury. Like, nope. It, maybe, maybe who knows? Yeah. That'd be so interesting with all this world walking. Oh, so on that (laughs) note, actually, I, as I was, you know, opening up the discussion to winnowing Mm -hmm. in this book, right? So it's like kind of, I don't remember. It might've happened once or twice in Akratar, but. But not um, not as much as this one. Yeah, it happens a lot in this one. So there's a lot more discussion about it. And like, as they're talking about the feel of it, you know, it's like, oh, you can feel the fabric of the world or whatever as you're, like, going through it. And they talk about how it's, like, pinching two pieces of place together and, yeah. like, stepping through. And that if you go further, you might feel a little bit whatever. Yeah. But who says that it has to be within the same world? What if that is what world walking is? What if it's just winnowing, but, like, for stronger people? And they can <gasps> go further and that they can winnow between realms, not just between points in the world. Cause they that talk would about, be so wild. Yeah, because they talk about this, like the, your the strength of whatever the person or their magic yeah. is, like dependent then on like they can go further yes. when they're winnowing. So maybe <gasps> really strong people, that's how they can winnow between worlds, and maybe that's what Maeve was able to do that Dorian took away. Oh <gasps> yes, 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 yes. How he like locked her in one world. Yeah, he took that away from her. 
Oh my God. That would be so interesting. But also that could also be, do you remember when Aelin was falling and yes. Reese winks at her? Yeah. Maybe because he knows because they might have met before or he's also done the same thing. So he knows exactly what's happening. Oh, you think that Reese is aware that there's other worlds out there? Mm-hmm. Especially if he's a prince of hell. Oh, God, I hadn't even really thought about the consequence of that if he is a prince of hell with, like, those pieces. Right. Because he really only seems interested in this world. Yeah, he does because he rules over it. But, we all, like, in Crescent City, we see the princes of hell in, like, a different dimension, but they're able to, like, talk to people in different dimensions and whatnot. Hmm. Yeah. Because that demon shows up as a cat. <laughs> huh. I hadn't really thought about that. That aspect of it. That's true. It's so fun that like discussions like this too, like bring up like different questions and stuff that I have. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, what about this? Oh, what about that? Yeah. That's, That's the only thing that I really felt is because there were, uh, when they were winnowing, there were so many comments about like, oh, we tumbled through the realms or we, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. could feel the space in between us like. I know. It's like, hmm. It's gotta be. <laughs> like, that's very interesting. Yeah. Wow. There was so much more history in this book than there was in Akatar. Yeah. And I loved it. Well, the world has opened up a lot more, and Farah is more curious to what's happening in the world in this book. Yeah. Because she true. comments on that, too, where, oh, in the quote that you read, actually. Yeah. Where she's like, I might have stayed, you know, blind to it. Yeah. I love it. So we definitely learn a lot more in this one. So much more. And you realize just like, kind of like how we were talking about in Akatar that Feyre is a little bit of a unreliable narrator. Mm -hmm. And like, what you don't know, you really don't know. And I feel like there's so much we don't know about all these characters. Like Asriel? Oh my gosh. Our, my number one shadow daddy. Mm. I need Az's book before I he can take that title. I I noticed so much more about Az in this book. Same. Holy crap! I thought that he was just kind of more of like this back character. No, he was more prominent than I remembered. Also, same. Mm-hmm. But he's just he hasn't done quite enough yet. Not not enough for not, you. Not yet. But, but maybe he does in the other books, and I just don't remember. We'll find out. I also <laughs> didn't get the copy of Silver Flames. Is it Silver Flames? That has the Azrael bonus chapter. Mm. So I haven't read that. I don't know. I haven't I need to find it on the internet. But Yeah, same. I haven't read that one either. But I noticed in this book for sure that before Az would like say something or make a move, he would like listen in. And he like actually like listens to the shadows. And I did not notice that the first time. Yeah, they're like constantly like, I don't know, playing around him. Right. Too. And yeah, like literally feeding him information. Which is interesting because in one part of the book, um, Pharaoh is talking about Nuala and Caridwen, mm-hmm. and she goes, and then they disappeared into smoke and shadow. Well, but we also find out that they're half wraith later. They're okay. half fae and half wraith, and that the wraiths are um, like nothing but shadow and mist is how they're described. Oh, okay. So are they spies for Azrael? Could yeah. they be? They are. They are. Okay, yeah. so that was like I think confirmed. That, I think that um, that Reese and Az both kind of use them. Mm, that's mm. cool. That's very interesting. Yeah, I think that was confirmed in this book, actually. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did that not catch that book. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's in another one, Or, but it definitely yeah. has been brought up before that those cool. two are 
like they're kind spies of spies on the side. Like I think they they help figure out yeah. that they're also spies on the side. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but I know I Azrael. I am not even sure what to make of Azriel and I kind of forget how little we hear about his family besides mm-hmm. that, you know, they kept him in a room and that his two older brothers burned him. Like literally burned his hands. But that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. And we know he gets dumped, you know, on the Illyrians, but we don't find out much more than that. So, no. yeah, I'm curious if there will be more that comes up yeah. of, like, his background at all. Because both him and Cassian have seven siphons that are so powerful. Mm-hmm. And Reese can't even contain his power in a siphon. I thought that was so interesting. I had actually marked that, too, that I thought it was interesting because he said that his power was basically, like, not compatible with it. Yeah. Which, hmm. Which was just different because, again, we, hmm, not again. Oops. Actually, now I'm to- thinking down a totally different track. We, we <laughs> learned through Feyre, mm-hmm. you don't have to be Illyrian to have Illyrian wings in the Illyrian form. You could be a shapeshifter. So I wonder, I don't know. Well, we, like, we know his mom is from the story and whatever, right? But it just, I don't know. There are like some, some gaps there that he's yeah. not truly fitting in there. And maybe it's just because his power is different than a full Illyrian. Yeah. But it was interesting, too, how they described the siphons as the eye of some half-slumbering beast. I thought that was interesting. <gasps> oh my gosh, I did not catch that. Yeah. And I have a slumbering beast. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I did catch that. They said that the, the siphons like basically channel this power into like a deadly killing power. Well, it's already a deadly killing power, but they said it's like making it an arrow instead of like a, yeah. I think a sh- buck shotgun or yeah. something <laughs> like, like <laughs> Instead of spraying everywhere, you can yeah. be a little more yeah. <laughs> uh, tailored to one <laughs> one target which like do we actually see what that power does yeah do we Cap- cassian uses it when he's uh sa- helping save Valaris. what was it do you remember i don't, I don't remember, remember. taking was. people out of the sky i don't yeah. really remember exactly how it works i was like i would love Instant to see that killing power i, Inst- know. I know just <laughs> and you die <laughs> but it's like spider-man pew 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's the illyrian siphon yeah. pew 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 <laughs> I pulled my siphon at you. You die. <laughs> Maybe that's more Iron Man. <laughs> like stick out. That's like what I pictured though. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I think that they use oh, it so again. And I think they use more of the killing power in Aquar, so we'll yeah. probably find out. Some it more makes me so excited to read Aquar because I know that so much happens more with like their powers because mm-hmm. they're forced to use them. Then, so mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited. Seven siphons each, though. Yeah. Wow. I love when Farah looks at Cassian and she goes, so, like, do you have any special powers? <laughs> He's like, nah. <laughs> He's like, I'm just really cool. I'm just really cool. I forgot how funny he is. <laughs> I do. Know, me too. Also, I love, oh, is it Kaven? Is that her name on TikTok? She wrote uh, Forbidden Fate also. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, um, who does yes. the skits? For, uh, like, yeah, Kaden. The, <laughs> I think I just I kind of forgot how accurate those skits were with how Azriel and Cassian <laughs> behave yeah. until I reread this. I was like, oh, she's dead on. She <laughs> she's actually, like my favorite creator. She's talk. so funny. Her and Stacy so will go so back funny. and forth. They're funny. And it's so funny because the way that she portrays uh, Cassian and Feyre's relationship is so funny. Just like this big jock dude who just yeah. like, 
Oh my god, he's so funny. Yeah. Oh man, they crack me up. Oh, but then he can also be serious too because when yeah. him and Feyre are fighting, and she like burns through his pads. And he's like, "Do what you gotta do." He's like, "I got it." And then he just like holds her. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god." She's also like, how serious he was when he said to Nesta, "Like, I will protect you and your family and your village mm-hmm. if these terrible human queens won't." That was very like serious oh yeah too. Oh, I loved that mm-hmm. because like literally not five minutes earlier, he was like, "You sent a fourteen year old out into the woods, and uh-huh. I do not like you." And he's like, bows to her, all bow down to Nesta. He's like, "I will protect you, Nesta." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I loved it. Oh, but I want to talk a little bit more about Feyre mm-hmm. and Feyre yes. being made mm-hmm. because so there's two points where. Feyre kind of gets past Reese's, Reese's shield. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't notice or think that she should have. Mm-hmm. Cause, so the first is, like, pretty earlier in the book, she says that she, like, felt him in a serious, like, they were having a serious conversation or yeah. argument. He was having heightened emotions. And he's like, yeah, you should not have felt that. But, you know, I guess the bond is It does go both and ways, whatever. I guess. And then later when... They hear the music that he sent her in the cell, and he's like, you know, you were breaking, and I didn't know how to save you, which, yeah. oh, my heart. Oh, my God, my heart. But he, she also says, oh, I've, like, this is Valaris. Like, I saw Valaris. I saw an image of it. He's like, mm-hmm. I didn't send that to you. Yeah. And he, she was still like, human then. I know. I know. So, interesting. the question, was she actually fully human? Yeah, I don't know. Like, how did she... Because I don't believe that it wasn't, like, accidental also sent an image and Reese wasn't aware. Like, Reese has such a tight exactly. hold on his powers and what mm-hmm. he's sharing and stuff. So I feel like that was a pull from Farah, And I'm just curious how she has some powers. And, you know, maybe in the way that, like, the human queens have yeah. just winnowing powers or something. Like, maybe she also had the mind Like, power. a very small like amount of Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. she had a little bit of that power before, before she was made. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because we also see, that would that would actually be super interesting because we also see throughout many times of the book, even when she's human and when she's made, she has specific things that she says about, about people right when they meet. And so, like, one thing she says about Asriel is, like, she talks about his shadows and she goes, oh, like, that's the one I need to watch out for. Mm-hmm. Which, like, one begs the question about Asriel. Mm-hmm. But, like, another point she says about Lucian, like, he already knows I'm lying. And it's, like, she has these notions about people right when she meets them. Like, maybe she had this big ability before she even was made. Or at least, like, it was a hint of it there, like right? Instinct. Yeah. Yeah. And so everything was amplified. Yeah. That's interesting. So I thought that was interesting, especially that that happened while she was human. There's another point, too, in the book where um, she pushes into his mind, and it's before they even go to the summer court, and she knows she can, like, do that to people, like, become... Accidentally. She does it accidentally after she's done it to Lucian already. Yes. And he goes how did you get past my shields? Yeah. And she, he goes, have you ever done that before? She goes, well, I did it to Lucian. He was like, why would you do that? Uh-huh. <laughs> why would you go inside that mind? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I noticed that too. And he says that they're rare, like the Daimati are rare, yeah. but not unheard of. Mm-hmm. And that's why you have to train against them. I don't remember any other Daimati in. Do we know other ones that are in uh, Akatar besides maybe Maeve and Throne of Glass? Yeah. But not in a court of Miss Nibiri. 
Um, do you remember the prince and princess, uh, dragon and Branna in a court of war and ruin or wings oh, and ruin? I guess we're going to find out in the next yeah. book. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there I just are, they're just not in this book yet. Okay. It's only it. Feyre and Reese, which, mm-hmm. okay. So Reese also says they have to protect against it, but like Feyre is very easily able to do it to everybody. Like, she does it to Tamlin, she does it to Lucian, she does it to... Tarquin. Uh, Tarquin. She does it to Reese so easily, and, like, nobody ever questions it. Yeah. And I'm like, I thought you said people had to train against this. Like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. She's just naturally perfect. Exactly. Um. Although, I... So, I did kind of feel that way a lot when I was reading about Feyre. Like, I forgot how strong she was. Strong and brave and just, like awesome Mm -hmm. i forgot how much i loved her i know i kind of did too i maybe just ending on silver flames and having read it so Mm -hmm. long ago uh, i don't know i didn't remember her being so badass i didn't either like Like, she does really stand up for herself too a lot she does yeah it's really um it it was nice it was cool to, to see that and it was cool to see her even say like when she was training with her powers that she was gonna be unlike anybody else because she could use them together, like put yeah. them together and learn how to do that. Which I loved. And when, so one of the parts that I hated about Tamlin was he was like, you don't have power. And then you find out that he was just not wanting her to train it because he didn't want her to like train and like be noticeable mm-hmm. and be Didn't anything. want to look bad for him. Right, exactly. And so she finds out that she has all these powers and she learns very quickly how much power she has. Mm-hmm. I loved that point when <laughs> Reese basically uses her as bait for the adder mm-hmm. and she like winnows and she gets all mad and she fights him and she like actually uses like a couple of her powers. And he's like, good, let's Do keep that. going yeah. with that. I was like, wow, like she's actually learning like how much power she has. Finally. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is kind of funny when he eggs her on. <laughs> I know. Because he's always like, get it, Feyre. It's like he knows exactly what she needs. And Feyre is the type of Faye to like, she needs to be pushed. Mm-hmm. She needs to like fight and like find out like the limit of her power. And Reese is really the only one that does that. Challenges her. Yeah. And then puts faith in her when she's trying to do it. Exactly. And he's like, he gives her praise when she needs it, but he also challenges her when she needs it. Like mm-hmm. Reese is like, well, and that's why, like the, how this book ends, right? When she goes back to Spring Court mm-hmm. and like pretends that the bond is broken and all this jazz and everybody else of the inner circle is freaking out and they're like, how could you let your wife do this? How could mm-hmm. you let our high lady do this? He's like, that's exactly it. Yeah. Our high lady is choosing to do this for us. Yep. You have to put faith in her. And yeah. Oh, I loved that. Mm-hmm. So when she like glows and breaks like that bond which like is a little interesting because we keep hearing about how these bonds when you break them there are consequences but we don't really see many consequences when she breaks the bargain bond that they have and i'm like i i don't think we hear much about it either oh yeah i kind of forgot that they say Uh that there's consequences to it to breaking it which is interesting but she wasn't the one that broke 
the bargain bond. She was. King, I thought the King of Highburn was. No, she did because she had oh. bonds on two of her hands. She had the mating bond, which had oh, the yeah, tattoos yeah, all the way yeah, up, yeah. and then she had the bargain bond on the other one. Oh, so she, she pretended that it was the King of Highburn doing it? Yes. Oh. And she did it. She broke the bond. Oh, because I remember her saying that he he thought he was going deep enough, but he was really only going as deep as the bargain bond. And so I thought it was still him doing it. Right. I thought that in the beginning too, but when we, so before he even like begins to break the bond or anything, Feyre like looks at them, like looks at Tanlin, looks at Reese, and she goes, I know what to do. And she starts doing the glow thing oh. and she like makes an explosion with her glowing powers Okay. And she just like explodes. Oh, gotcha. And breaks her own bond. I thought she did the glowing to break. I, I think I'm curious to turn back to it because I think she did the glowing to break the um, whatever was going on to prevent them from leaving. It was like mm-hmm. all the other stuff that was like trapping their oh. magic and stuff. And wow, and it was that a was second, happening. It was a second step because remember then she's like, oh, I'm no longer under Reese's influence. She was pretending that she was breaking herself out of Reese's influence, but not the bond because then she goes to Tamlin. She's like, Oh my gosh, I don't know how he did this to me. And then she turns to King of Hybern and Mm -hmm. is like, please break my bond. Please break it. So I think those are, I think you're meshing them together. Oh, okay. 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 So I was mixing them up. Okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Because I yeah. was like, where's the consequence? But also, is the King of Kyburn going to have a consequence? Yeah, I don't know. That, I still think That's that the consequence I'm, I'm still curious about. But uh, yeah. but she wasn't the one to break that. That was King okay. of Kyburn. Good, good clarification. Because yep. I was like, hold up. Where's the consequence? Hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we literally did that. Did we? <laughs> Every time I hear somebody say hold up, it's the first thing I think. I love it so much. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, so many, so many thoughts on this first part of Akamath. So many theories and things. So many good points of this book. But that means that you're going to have to join us for part two if you want to hear the rest of our thoughts and theories of what's going to happen with the rest of the Sarah J. Mass universe. Love it. Catch us next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep it spicy, book lovers! <laughs> <laughs>